It's time for Wolverines Weekly. We sit down and recap the latest in WDC athletics. Let's hustle to it. Hello, everyone, and happy Easter weekend. I'm CJ Baumgartner for Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We have conversations coming up with your Wadena Deer Creek head coaches. And yeah, it doesn't really feel like spring, but we're going to talk about them after the break on Wolverines Weekly. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly, and we are joined with the Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach, Mark Reynolds. And coach, just talk about how the last week has been for your team. Well, we uh, we knew we were going to run into some rough weather, and um, so we had a couple of our outdoor meets canceled, but we were able to pick up one one more indoor back up at Bemidji State, and um, you know it was another another good meet, and it was probably our first meet this year where we've had everybody. In the past few weeks, we've had ACTs and um, band and choir trips and things like that, so. Um, it was nice to kind of see what we could do, um, as a full team. And, uh, you know, we had some good individual performances as well as, um, you know, the, the boys team ended up winning the meet and, and the girls finished third. So, yeah. And, you know, obviously you probably didn't want to be going back up to Bemidji halfway through April, but how great was it to get the full team together and, uh, really do a lot of, uh, do a lot of good things in that meet? Yeah, it was, it was, it was excellent. Um, you know, it's nice to kind of see where things are, you know, pieces are falling into place and, um, you know, we're having, you know, good individual things and, and relays and we're scoring points from all different areas. So throwing and jumping and pole vaulting and, you know, distance and hurdles. So it's, um, it's, it's looking good. We're excited to hopefully, hopefully get some good weather here some point and, and get to competing outside. And at this point in the season, obviously the weather kind of throws a wrench in everything. But at this point in the year, uh, kind of what are you working on uh, with your uh, with your athletes? Well, um, you know, I think you know, kind of going going to head outdoors. We, you know, there'll be some adjustments that need to be made. You know, races are going to be longer. You know, hurdle races, sprint races, things like that. So there'll be some you know adjustments there, and then you know relays and some of those things are going to. Um, you know, be be new to to some of the kids, so we're going to have to kind of take a step back with some of the basics and things like that, and hopefully just adjusting um, to competing outside in terms of you know jump, jumping is going to be different, you know, versus you know a c- controlled environment versus going to outside and same with pole vaulting and throwing. So that'll be a little bit of adjustment, and then we're going to you know just kind of hopefully continuing to improve here over the next few weeks before we get into you know true team and in our conference and those those big meets and looking over on the girls side with uh, the girls track and field team uh, who have been a few of uh, your athletes over the last week who maybe haven't uh, maybe didn't get the success they wanted or uh, maybe they did just who have been a couple who have really kind of stood out to you as ones that have been working their tail off well you know we've got you know amber collins is is, is uh, doing really well she finished you know, the year last year qualifying for the state meet. So she's, she started off well, um, you know, and she can run a lot of different events for us and she also high jumps. So she's been doing real well. Um, Maddie Packer is another one. She's a senior this year. She actually won the long jump last night. Uh, um, <clears throat> and as, you know, she's been jumping well and, um, we've actually got a, 
a couple of other young young girls. Gracie Arm is a eighth grader who's a thrower for us, and she's been throwing throwing shot really well. And um, you know, we've kind of got a, a good crew of middle distance runners that you know run four hundreds and eight hundreds and miles. And um, that's uh, that's been a key part of our girls scheme success is that kind of crew in that middle area. They do a lot of things for us, and so it's it's been a good start for them. And the same question, but now kind of looking on the boys' side, who have been a couple of guys who have uh, really stood out to you over the last week? Um, well, you know, senior Brady Domeyer has been, you know, kind of a key key to our team in terms of he's been pole vaulting very well, you know, breaking the school record last week. Um, and, uh, you know, he's hurdle, he's a hurdler and a sprinter for us, so that's he's been a big part of things. And Charlie Bushinger, another pole vaulter who's been vaulting really well this year, he uh, sprints and jumps for us as well. Um, Lear Kaug, uh, in the, um, you know, his main thing is, is high jumping, but, um, you know, doing very well there. One, one again last night. Um, but, uh, he sprints for us and does long jump and, um, a couple distance guys, Lane, Lane Hoffs and, and Bjorn Brunsberg have been really taking some nice jumps from last, uh, last track season. So they've been, they've been doing well there. And, you know, we've got some other, few other kids sprinkled in there and a few young kids that are that are trying some new things for us this year so it'll be exciting to see you know how they continue to do over the next month yeah and Brady had a, a like you said broke the school record uh, in the pole vault we talked to him as a part of our player of the week and we asked him if he felt like he could uh, if he knew he could break the record like if that was a goal of his and he kind of said uh, he was hoping to but he didn't you know it wasn't something he uh, was banking on just did you think he was uh, I guess Kind of as he's been getting ready and practicing, did you think he was going to break the record that day? Um, that day, I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, but it's definitely been something on my mind. And and Travis Collins, he's one of our our, our pole vault uh, coaches, and you know, been on his mind. And we've had some good bolters over the last you know few years, so it's kind of been one of those things we've been after, hoping one of these guys would guys would break the record. So. And we and you know they're capable as well, um, so it's um, it's been a thing we were hoping that, that it was going to happen. I don't know if that day, uh, you know, Brady uh, had just ran the four by four, um, which a, a four hundred meters and a four hundred meter sprint in track and field is is pretty tough. Um, and uh, so after that, he, he was pretty tired. Um, but um, so I don't know if he if he even felt he was going to break it at that moment, just because he was so so tired in the end of the meet and a long day and you know it ended up kind of aligning all the stars and and um you know he he was vaulting really well and last question for you here coach uh, obviously the the Kelderman Invitational ended up getting canceled and and you know obviously that's you know nobody wants that to happen what and especially because of the snow but just talk about when that meet is able to go and you guys are able to host how fun of an atmosphere is that to get to do it on uh, to get to do it on your home field Oh, it's great. You know, having home, you know, having some home competitions is, is a lot of fun for, you know, the kids and, you know, their families and the community and stuff. So, um, that's always an, a nice thing. Um, you know, obviously hopefully we'll have some better weather come May, but, um, you know, that, uh, particular meet has a, you know, a special meaning to our team and our school and our community, you know, with Sam, Sam Kelderman passing away in a car accident and, um, you know, that, 
um, he was a big part of our team and his family. They were, you know, big helpers and things like that when he was a part of that. So, you know, it's nice to kind of be able to remember him and honor him and his parents come and family members and things. So it's, um, it's a, it's a, it's a fun meet and it, you know, it has special meaning to, to, you know, our coaches and, and, and our community. So. Talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys and girls track and field coach Mark Reynolds. Coach, thanks for uh, joining on and talking about your team over the last week, and we'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. Thanks. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff. And, Coach, just talk about how your team has been the last week. You guys finally were able to get your first game of the year in. Yeah, we were able to take on a very good Gears team. Uh, ran into a very good pitcher in, in Jeremy Bingusser, and uh, he's a, a commit to, to Wichita State, so the guy's got a challenge right out of the gate. Uh, we were able to, to score a run off him. Battle back late in the game uh, to make it a close game. We did end up losing 3-2, to two, but uh, it was just nice to get outside and, and play some baseball. Yeah, and, and could you feel it when everybody got off the bus and everybody was getting ready? Was there a little bit, kind of, was everybody a little amped up or was everybody kind of focused? How was that environment like when you guys are finally ready to, to get out and stretch and take an infield outfield and play a game? Well, I think there was definitely some butterflies just because of the fact that we had not had the opportunity to take an actual infield on an outdoor baseball field. And when you go from being in the gym for, for about four weeks uh, going outside and setting sail in your first baseball game is a little uneasy uh, knowing where do you stand or, or the work that we put in is going to show up uh, when you move to outside. And uh, once we got through infield, the boys settled in. Uh, the first inning was our rough inning, and, and after that we played really well. Yeah, and just talk a little bit about how you think your team performed throughout the game. What do you think were some things that they did well, and what are some things, uh, obviously, first game of the year, you kind of want to work out as uh, more games go on? Well, defensively, I thought we after the first inning we played really well. We made some big plays. Uh, Evan Lundy had a nice diving play in left field, and Connor Davis uh, made a multiple big plays for us at short, uh, which showed up, and, and we were able to, to keep it close. And then offensively, uh, we just had three hits. Um, unfortunately, they were scattered in different innings, so we weren't able to mount a, a big rally. Um, but when you face a, a top-tier pitcher right out of the gate, uh, I knew our chances would be limited, and, and we were able to keep it close, but uh, just couldn't get that run there in the last inning. And, you know, like you said, the, the pitcher being a, a, a Division One commit and, and Pierce being historically a good baseball team, uh, just how good, you know, it's the, maybe not the matchup you want game number one, but just to be able to get in a section game like that and to be able to, to get a tough opponent and kind of set the bar high for yourselves, how important is that? Yeah, and, and that's what this team needs, and, and we learned that last year that um, we don't get too many opportunities to see that caliber of a pitcher and the competitors that we have on this baseball team, they want that. Uh, they want the challenge of seeing uh, a guy that can bring it, and, and they got that opportunity. And, and after the game, um, a bunch of them, after we got back to town, went straight to the cage um, for more because they wanted to improve so that next time we can come out on top. Yeah, what does that say about your team, and how excited does that make you for when this season can eventually get going? Yeah, our, our kids and, and me as well, we're, we're very excited for this season because 
the bar has been set high. We we have a lot of guys returning. So this season, we've been waiting for some time, and this weather is, is, is pushing us off. But when we do get released, we are going to have the pitching to play four and five games a week. Uh, I think we have de- deeper pitching than most teams in the conference and section, so that should bode well for us um, when it comes to playing a lot of games uh, per week. Yeah, and, and just talk about some of those pitchers that you guys have that you are really confident in. Well, our, it starts with our top two in, in Peyton Rondesfed and Josh Dykoff. Uh They're the anchors of our rotation. Um, after that, we have a lot of guys that are, are ready for the opportunity to throw innings that are very uh, capable pitchers. And uh, We have Connor Davis, Isaac Hammond, uh, Tyson Bartle, uh, we see Peyton Church on the mound some, and, and more beyond that, that uh, we just need the opportunities and innings for them uh, to be able to throw, and, and they're going to get that uh, for certain uh, in this spring that we have ahead of us. And as you're looking uh, to kind of hopefully get some games going, obviously stuck inside a little bit, what are some things that you guys have been doing to kind of uh, keep on your toes while you're kind of relegated to only a small amount of stuff you're able to do? Well, we've covered all the things that we need to as far as first and thirds and punt coverages and, and pickoff moves. All of that's been covered, and, and these kids have been through uh, our system for a number of years, so a lot of that is just uh, a refresher uh, to get back on the page, uh, same page defensively with all of that. And then it comes to a point where uh, we got to have some fun. So we, we played a little wiffle ball. Uh, we've had some fun drills. We've done some uh, cage games where we get some live at-bats where they get to, to go against each other, pitching and, and hitting. And, and we did that yesterday, and the kids had a lot of fun. There's a lot of cheering and, and competition, friendly competition, which uh, you need when you've been in the gym for a month. And, Coach, look at last question here for you. Looking into your crystal ball, when do you think uh, you guys are going to be able to get back on the field again? <laughs> well, I am no weatherman, but uh, I'm hoping uh, the end of next week um, we can get out. There's an outside chance earlier in the week, but we need a break from Mother Nature. And and I keep telling the boys, when the sun shines, we will be ready. Talking with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to stop in on the program, and we'll chat at you again next time. Thank you. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly, and we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods. And, Coach, obviously the weather hasn't been great, but just talk about what you guys have been doing uh, up until this point. Well, for the most part, it's just, you know, trying to fit in whatever we can. We've we've gone inside and hidden and napped a little bit, but with golf it's pretty tough because we generally only have <laughs> excuse me one net to hit into, so it isn't. It is an ideal conditions, um, and there just isn't. You know, you can do some putting inside. We have a little chipping mat, um, but it's it's not ideal. It's not like where you can run on the track in other sports or play catch. And so we just we avoided that a little bit the first week, and then we were fortunate enough that we've probably been out about three times. Some of them have been awful cold. You know, we went out there the other day when it was about thirty-seven, but we just kept practice short, and the kids were excited to be out there. So it still went pretty well. Yeah, and when you're able to get outside, just talk about uh, the few things you're able to kind of get done. 
Well, for the most part, for us, we can't get on the course. The course isn't open yet, but we can get on the driving range and at least get out, get some shots, you know, get get some basics, go back to just some general, I think for all level golfers, just to get back to their stance, posture, grip, you know, the, the basic things that are going to help them kind of regroup and be ready for the season. And then for some of the newer, younger guys, it gives us a chance to get some fundamentals down and get them in the, started on the right foot. And, and then we're able to get a little bit on the, we do have a putting and chipping green. It's it's obviously not in real great shape yet, but it's there and it's available. So we've been able to do that a couple times as well, at least enough to somewhat get a feel for the for the game. And talk a little bit about your team this year. Uh, how many kids do you have out? And just uh, kind of talk a little bit about that. Well, we're kind of excited with that. Our numbers are, are, are back up. A couple of years ago, we were down, and I said it in our sports preview that they go up and down. It wasn't just, you know, it's been that way a long time, but a couple of years ago we were at, you know, four or five kids just a few years back and it's, it's kind of grown each of the last couple of years and we're up to 17 right now. And that, you know, that's, that's all grades, but um, you know, it's a big improvement from where we were. So we've, we've definitely got some junior high kids. We've got some, you know, more middle school and varsity type kids. And, and a lot of them are fairly new, you know, even in the last year or two, we have a couple veteran players, but um, for the most part, it's a lot of newer kids that are just excited to, give golf a try, you know, which is fun. We try and make practice enjoyable that way. It's, it's probably different from other sports, you know, like when I'm a winter coach sport, um, that tends to be longer. It tends to be a little more physically taxing, uh, conditioning, some of those things. We don't do as much of that with golf. If, if they can be in good enough shape to get around the course and not get fatigued, that's really our only big concern. So it's, um, you know, it's nice to have some numbers, to have a little competition again with kids to go to meets and, we're definitely looking forward to that part, and we hope to keep growing it. Yeah, and obviously you've had a little bit of time to practice with these kids, with a, a younger team, a lot of newer kids. You know, obviously the the cold isn't great, but you get a lot of time to work with them and kind of get to mold them. What are some of the things you like to work on first with uh, maybe more inexperienced golfers? Well, I think, again, it goes back to just those basic fundamentals. You know, if you golf is one of those sports where if you uh, – you start with a bad grip, for example, you're you're definitely going to be on the wrong track right from the get-go. So, I mean, some of those basic, basic things are what, what are really critical. And, and, you know, again, it goes into other fundamental things that we work on, just like in any other activity. But it, I, I guess partly with the time and not getting out in the course, rushing into meets and other things, we can even do a little video of them. We've, we've only been able to do that with a few of the kids. but So they get a chance to kind of see, you know, how their swing looks and things they could maybe do to improve it so you know for the most part that's about it it is tough when it's cold it's hard to turn and you know you have lots of clothes on so your body doesn't kind of work the way you'd like it to and the ball doesn't go as far you know with the compression of it so there's there's definitely some challenges but it is nice you have a little more time you know knowing that we don't have to have them scattered around the course and and uh, get to get to even just get to know them a little bit more too as well especially with some of the newer younger guys yeah, and just how exciting is it for yourself as a coach to see that kind of, like you said, the numbers kind of fluctuate from year to year, but to have a, a nice group of kids this year and a nice group of young kids, uh, what does that say about the future of the program? Well, I think it's a good thing. I, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that that continues to go. I, like I said in our preview, is you kind of get ebbs and flows where numbers could dip back down again too. It kind of just depends on the kids that come through, but we're hoping it just continues to grow and gets back to, you know, once upon a time we were in the in the 20s and even – upper 20s so it'd be it'd be fun granted numbers were more in the school in those days but it'd be fun and it, it, what else it brings is it's some excitement with being able to have another coach as well so we you know what what's happened is 
Um, Kevin has the girls and I have the boys and, and we have enough kids between the two that we can, we're able to hire another coach to be able to help, you know, be able to get those kids to more meets and things. So one of the struggles in the past couple of years, not having real high numbers in order to be at practice with the varsity kids, it was pretty hard to take kids to another JV meet, you know, a junior high meet to go other places. I couldn't be two places at once. So it's been really nice to be able to add another coach to be able to build both the girls and the boys program. All right, last question for you here, Coach. With the way the weather has been, uh, obviously it's kind of hard to pinpoint when that first uh, first meet would be. But just kind of, is there a timeline you're eyeing to kind of get ready for the season, or like I guess uh, are conditions for a golf course kind of how do they differ from needing to be ready from something like a ball field or a track? Right. Yeah, it's similar. Um, to be a little sarcastic, looking at the weather today, I'm going to say July 4th. <laughs> no, it's it's better than that. It's just, you know, it's unfortunate that this weather's coming through again. You know, it's it, it really what, what dictates that is, is the snow being gone and the frost being out. And it doesn't have to be completely out, but enough that the course is able to, to really be able to be used and be on it. But for the most part, it's the snow cover being completely gone. I it really varies. Last year we opened March 31st. Uh, a couple of years ago it was like April 27th, I believe it was late. So most years I'd say the first of April was kind of somewhat of a guideline. It could be a couple of weeks on either side, uh, but somewhere usually in early April. And uh, it looks like this, you know, the next four or five days are not very good again. But I think by late next week, at the very least, we'll be out there every day practicing. Whether or not the course will be open, it's hard to say. But we had a meet set for our first one was supposed to be April 18th. That got postponed to the 25th. We also had one on the 21st that got canceled. So as of now, we're on for the 25th. That would be down in Sartell where if you get a little bit farther south, they had less snow cover. So there's courses in the cities that are already open. So I think a lot of it just depends on your location and so we're hopeful, even if we don't get our course open, to start getting down and playing other courses. All right, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head hockey or head uh, excuse well head hockey and head uh, boys it's golf true, coach yeah. Scott Woods. <laughs> uh, still in that winter sport mindset for some reason. I don't I, know why. Exactly <laughs> with the snow out there, I feel like we should be doing hockey. <laughs> well, we'll talk to you again next week, uh, Scott. Great to talk with you. Sounds good. Thank you, CJ. Again, that was WDC head boys golf coach Scott Woods. Great to talk with them, and hopefully they can start getting to some meets real soon. Well, let's see who we have next on Wolverines Weekly. That'll wrap up our show for today. If you missed any of it, you can check it all on WadenaRadio.com. Until next week, I'm CJ Baumgartner for Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We'll see you next time. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna.